This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome back to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Gwena Lathland. And I'm Tori Phantom. This episode is dedicated to every parent who still feels like a kid every Christmas morning. Yes, I have never slept all the way through a Christmas Eve since birth. There's magic in a Christmas Eve and I want to feel all of it. I've never slept through a night, but especially on Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> Let's talk about Christmas, though. First, we got to start the timer. Okay, so in in Christmas, I think there there are the three G's of Christmasing. You that, have so many acronyms, <laughs> sayings. I like do. I. It's almost like you should have a book or something. It's so weird how <laughs> I've heard that a few times as a TikTok sensation. I did actually make a book. You can pre-order it. But the three... Find the all the letters. <laughs> so many acronyms. Look, I was raised in a military household. That's what it is. Have you ever okay, been valid. around military? Yeah. Everything's a fucking acronym. I lived on a military base once. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Everything's an acronym. The three G's of the holidays are gratitude, giving, and gifts. And I, I want to talk about gratitude, giving, and gifts. Because okay. let's, let's start with what I think is the hardest one, and it's gratitude. How do you teach gratitude? I think teaching gratitude as a parent is actually kind of tricky. And I and I know how it goes with Christmas, but it's not a Christmas-centric idea for us. Yeah. It's like a regular focus in life. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I don't harp on it during yeah. Christmas season because it feels like it can get kind of sticky of like, oh, mm-hmm. but you don't appreciate enough. And I think like the way that I was raised, it wasn't like teaching gratitude. It was like, but look at everything you have. Aren't you thankful? Right. I, yeah. I gave you a roof and clothes and I'm like, that's there, the bare minimum, mom. There's a difference between <laughs> learning gratitude and being told, be grateful. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that the way that we kind of approach it is very much to consider the thought mm-hmm. and not in like, it's the thought that counts. Uh, I don't like cliches, but <laughs> uh, to to really consider that. And it's in the ways of like, oh, we're going to your friend's birthday party. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go to the store. What does your friend like? You're not really sure that makes sense. You guys are in the first grade. <laughs> uh, but what, what do you think they might like? Let's really put thought into it because mm-hmm. I think a great way to learn gratitude is also through being thoughtful yourself. Yes. And when you're putting that thought in, it helps to appreciate the thought from others. Yeah. Yeah, we, we focus a lot on we celebrate that they thought about us and chose a gift, even if they missed horribly. They got us something we don't like or can't use or don't need. Like they they didn't just miss that mark. They were unaware there was a target in the vicinity of where yeah. they launched this gift giving like, effort. Do you know me? Do you, you don't know <laughs> me at all, do you? Okay. 
Thanks for the men's underwear for my five-year-old girl. Appreciate it, Grandma. <laughs> that actually happened one year, but it was a, a case of miswrapped. Okay. <laughs> would have been funny if it wasn't too, though. No. It was, it was a miswrapped. They wrapped everything and then forgot whose was whose, so they mailed mm-hmm. the wrong thing to the wrong person. Yeah, I there. don't know who was supposed to have gotten the men's underwear, <laughs> but it wasn't my child. So that was good to, underwear good to know. for Christmas. What everyone wants. <laughs> But like we we discuss and, and it is very much it's what I call an offline thing. We're not doing it Christmas morning right before, you know, we're opening presents. We're doing this all year round. Now, I do kind of hype up the gratitude language around gift giving oh, yeah. centers. So round about December, there's a lot more talk about gratitude than there normally is round about birthdays. A lot more talk about mm-hmm. gratitude. But we are grateful for the effort and the consideration. If we also like the gift, excellent. It's much easier to be to 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 feel gratitude toward that. Yeah. But we love that they even thought about us and right. spent their time and effort and resources to find or make or send this to us. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you a, a thing that I think about too when it comes to gratitude is and I think you know this about me, mm-hmm. uh the idea of performing gratitude. Yeah. Because Some of us, I'm raising my hand here, uh, (laughs) some of us do not know how to show someone this excited, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is the coolest Mm -hmm. thing ever. Even if it is the coolest thing ever and you did hit the nail on the head and it is perfect, I cannot make my face the way that you would expect it to be. (laughs) I don't, because for me, it's not that I'm not grateful. Mm -hmm. It's that... I will tell you thank you and how much I love it, but my body language, my tone of voice might not match my words and that can be off-putting for people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a thing that I also, I talk to my kids about because one of my kids is is like me in this regard. And I I tell her like, we just have to say thank you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it becomes a point where it's like, I know as a kid, I would get in trouble for it because, well, you made grandma feel bad because all, you didn't get excited. And I'm like, yeah. but I loved it. And I said, I loved it. And thank you. And, you know, and there's that yeah. disconnect. And there's so an I think expectation versus the performance of it. Yes. And yeah. so I think when we talk about gratitude with our kids, yes, absolutely. We do need to talk to them about just the experience of gratitude and really being grateful for those thoughts. But also that it doesn't have to be a performance. And Mm -hmm. also to talk to our family members about this. Like, please, if my kiddo opens the gift and hardly looks at you and just says, thanks, understand that that's the capacity they have for it. And please don't make them feel bad because it's not about that performance. Like -hmm. like for my kid, actually like saying thank you in in a setting where there's a whole crowd of family. That can be kind of hard for her and she's doing it because she does care. She is grateful. Right. Well, and it's important to remember how kids process like gift giving times, Christmas, birthdays, other times wherein gifts might be exchanged. That is a lot of stimulation. That's a lot of anticipation that's gone into it. They're excited and kids are not always great at regulating that. Whether your kid is on a spectrum or your kid is totally neurotypical, they're still subject to being very overstimulated by all these eyeballs staring at them. Do you love it? I don't know. I've sat with it for 10 seconds. I think I love it. Can I open it? Can I open the box? 
Can I touch like, it I, first? I, I haven't played with it. I don't know what you it, want me to do. <laughs> it's like it died sometimes. Like for me, it feels like a performance sometimes. And I've learned to do mm-hmm. it. I've learned yeah. to do it. Uh, I mean, I asked you last year. I was like, can you send me a video when you open this so I can see what that is supposed to look like? <laughs> you know, it's a practicing. And when we're talking about gratitude, there are absolutely times when I have to perform it. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you to my blind grandmother who hand knitted me this. I think it's supposed to be a sweater. Functionally, it's a pile of yarn. Thank you. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Grandma, thank you. I think that's really the important thing when we talk about teaching our kids gratitude is the nuance there because gratitude on its own doesn't need to be a performance, but mm-hmm. sometimes it does. Sometimes yeah. socially, that's what's expected. And yeah. that's okay too, but to have those conversations, those nuanced conversations about it. And mm-hmm. absolutely with the the idea of how kids process. Last, <laughs> can I tell you this story? <laughs> last year, I had this moment with my kid. Um, and I didn't make her feel bad, right? Because that's not that's not my cup of tea. She, I, I got her for Christmas. It was an experience, you uh-huh. know, because she's kind of at that age where like she's not into toys F- anymore. Physical gifts are difficult. Yeah, and she's not into toys anymore, but she's not like a teenager. So it's not like that type of thing. It's that mm-hmm. it's the tween age that's very yeah. hard to shop for. And I was like, I think that she would really like to go see theater. Like I know my mm-hmm. kid. I was like, and I saw like Annie was coming on tour. Yeah. And now, of course, she had never heard of Annie. That's a very deep cut yeah. there in, in <laughs> 2022 at the time. Right. But I loved it as a kid and I know her and I'm like, I think this would be really cool. So what I did is I got her and I tickets and it was in like, I don't know, January, February. Right. Uh-huh. And so to present this gift to her, I actually ordered the DVD of Annie. Yeah. Now, of course, that's still antiquated. Yeah. You know, let's find the PS3 that still plays DVDs. Right. But, <laughs> we could have just streamed this, Mom. Why'd you buy the right. DVD? But, to, you know, to put the physical thing under the tree, I got her right. Annie and I wrapped it up. And when she opened it, I watched her look at it and she did perform the gratitude. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. It was very sweet. And so I took that moment to say, OK, I know this makes no sense. So let me explain. And I did. Uh-huh. And she still was kind of like, thanks, Mom. You know, and you tried real hard. I'm proud of you is the whole vibe. Yeah. And so we moved past this. I wasn't going to sit there and be like, bro, like, you know, it kind of her reaction kind of hurt my feelings, not because I had this huge expectation, but because she almost seemed offended. Yeah. (laughs) And she was saying thank you, but she wasn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) so we continued through Christmas morning. And a couple of days later is when I actually talked to her about it. And she was like, I just I think like I'm not into it, whatever. And she had like this this attitude about it, you know, Mm -hmm. tweets. And so we're having this conversation and I was like, okay, like if you decide you don't want to go, I am sure I will find someone else who does want to go. I'm not going to force you. And Jim actually went and talked to her and was like, I think you might have hurt mom's feelings, not because you don't like it, but because of the way you said you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And they had a conversation. And then when the came closer to the show, I just dropped it. It came closer to the show. We had a conversation. And I said, listen, I know you don't think it's your thing, but I think it's something you should experience once. And if you really don't want to go, I'm really not going to make you, but I want you to consider it. And she did end up saying, okay, I do want to go. And now the kid loves theater. Yeah. And and it was this whole thank you thing. And 
it was such a process for her because this gift was so obscure out of anything she's ever seen before mm-hmm. that it was like, for me, were my feelings a little hurt? Yes, but it was not her responsibility to fix that. Yes. I did have an expectation I wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. And we worked through it. And now yeah. she's my little theater buddy. So <laughs> Right. Well, and there have been plenty of times where I'm thinking, okay, this is the big gift. This is the hit. This is the one we're going to open last. Yeah. And really the thing they loved the most was what I thought was just a throwaway, not really a filler gift, but like, yeah, they'll like this. It'll be fine. I'll put yeah. it under the tree. No, that was the important thing. That was the, when, right. when we went over to the grandparents and like, what'd you get? I got a book about unicorns. Oh, okay. Uh, Not the whole unicorn stable that I spent hundreds of dollars on. That makes sense. support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you're on the move. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash childproof. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash childproof. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It's targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. We love to see it. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash childproof. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash childproof. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. Shape your life with Honey Love. If you're a wine lover, I'm going to let you in on a little secret for finding your new favorite wines. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive of perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your wine preferences that are as unique as you are. To start, I answered a few quick questions on their website about what flavors I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé. Based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored, so I get more of what I enjoy. I really love how First Leaf tailors to my needs, and I really like cooking with wine, so I found so many different flavor profiles to include through First Leaf. Besides the great wines, the best part of the First Leaf Wine Club is the perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge and can choose when and how often I want my box delivered. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash childproof to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L. L-E-A-F dot com slash childproof. Try firstleaf.com slash childproof. Here's what I think a really good way to address gratitude is if you want your child to learn how to say thank you, you demonstrate by thanking them a bunch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like you show them gratitude. And even more than that, um, my husband and I decided it was really important because when we looked at our own upbringing, we we all grew up poor. Yeah, um, same. My husband and I did. So our parents never exchanged gifts with each other. And it, it wasn't that big a deal. It was just there was no money in the coffers for the parents to buy gifts for each other. All of the money went toward the kids and the kids having a really cool holiday or birthday experience. We decided that was probably slightly injurious to 
not just how our kids viewed how relationships work, but to teaching gratitude because they're not watching other people be grateful for what they've received. So we decided that we would always buy ourselves gifts. And on years where we could not afford to buy ourselves gifts, we just wrapped up shit that we already owned that the kids didn't see very often. I love that. I got my own spoons two years in a row because we wrapped them up and the, the kids were little, little. Yeah, right. Of course. It's it's at that point, it's just the show. That's the age where they're more excited about the boxes than what's in right. it anyway. But so. it felt really important to to show them that mom and dad absolutely exchange gifts. And this is how we are grateful for them. We've now, thankfully, due to hard work and financial privilege, we can buy ourselves gifts, but they're not surprises to us anymore Yeah, because we share a bank account and an Amazon. <laughs> do you know how, how Jim and I do gift giving between us? Yeah. <laughs> I am great at incredibly niche gift giving. I, yes. I know you. Yes. I will get you the most randomly niche thing that you love that you had no idea existed. Yes. And you're going to be so excited about it. I have been the the recipient of said gift giving skills. Yeah. They managed to find three of my, my top three special interests in one item. I didn't know such a thing was, but it, it was. Tori found it and they gave it to me. Thank you. Yeah. That's you're welcome. <laughs> and that's that's a thing that I do. And so gift giving for me can be kind of tricky because I don't like to just buy gifts to say here it is. It mm-hmm. ha- I want to put the thought in. That's important right. to me. But so when it comes to Jim and I giving gifts, I get him the coolest stuff and he's always excited. It's always a surprise. Yeah. For me, I send him my Amazon cart and tell him to buy it. <laughs> Yes. And that is not in it's it's not in like the incompetent partner type of way. Yeah. It is in the I am impossible to shop for. Yes. I in the same way that I don't want to give someone something just to give it, like I will absolutely say thank you for a gift, but I'm very oddly specific and I have mm-hmm. like three interests that are incredibly niche and now and then there's like an extra like yeah. I was into Doctor Who for a couple of years and every single year I like for three years straight, there was like I would get yeah. four of the TARDIS beanies because yes. nobody knew what else to get me like, oh, they like they like Doctor Who. Here's this beanie. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like I'm grateful that you know what I like, you know, but I, because I, mean, I liked that, it three years ago. But you know what? Close enough. It's fine. Right, we it's live fine, half a country fine. away. So, I understand. So I just I I put the niche things that I actually want or could use and I yeah. say, here's my Christmas. And he goes, mm-hmm. thank you. And now and then he comes up with a cool thing that mm-hmm. I, you know, but typically I am I am incredibly hard to shop for. And I know that. Yeah. So I don't put that on someone else to try to figure me out. I have a hard enough time figuring myself out. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> And this year, especially the the gift that Jack is getting me has a far more reaching purpose. Like mm-hmm. there's. I want the thing, yes, but what we're getting is also going to be good for the kids to have around, and it's going to give the kids an opportunity to be able to use this thing. So I already know what I'm getting for Christmas. I bought it myself (laughs) after Jack and I discussed, and it's just easier to arrange the gift giving this way because it is so hard to surprise each other right now because not only do we share a bank account and an Amazon, we have a business and he does the accounting. Like that's yeah. part of his job. It, so he's in our bank right. accounts. I can't hide you can't anything. Hide yeah. Unless uh, you actually went to a store, but who does that? Uh, like cash is a thing, I guess. But yeah. then he's going to ask, 
What'd you use the cash for? Um, a gift. A gift for you? That's my problem is I can't ever wait until the gift giving day. I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm like, you're going to love this so much. I really want to give it to you. But Jim has barred me from doing that. He's like, no, you let me be surprised. You let me be surprised. See, now here's the other thing is I completely forgot about this. This is really the first year it's been important. I was like, yeah, I've got all my Christmas shopping done because I'm that bitch. And I will not apologize for it. My Christmas shopping is already done and has been done for like a month. Okay. That's impressive. I find it impressive. Except I completely forgot there is an expectation that my children give each other gifts. <laughs> I got the stuff from mom and from dad and from Santa. I forgot to bring my kids to shop for each other last year. <laughs> okay, good. I don't feel as bad. I just, sometimes I forget, but I that's the only year because there's actually a sibling gift giving tradition from my childhood that I yeah. have now gifted to my kids. What's that? Because so the entirety of my childhood, I have my brother, he's two years older than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every kid is excited on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And you want, can I have a present early? Can I have? And so my parents' solution to this was on Christmas Eve, we get to exchange our presents with each other that we got for each other. And we get to give mom and dad their gifts. Mm. So Christmas Eve, siblings exchange gifts and give their gifts to mom and dad. And yeah. So that's that's what we did as kids. And my brother and I still laugh about this because one year I got him like this really, really, really cool action figure. And it like was articulated and it did all this stuff. And I was like, he's going to love this so much. And he got me a vase. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, we laugh about the vase. He's like, he regularly is like, I'm so sorry about the vase. <laughs> like, I don't know why I got you a vase. I just, I don't, I don't know what to get <laughs> See, I'd have been spiteful and just send him a vase every year for for Christmas. That's what you get. Well, I'm going to do that now. I still have time. I'm going to get him a vase. But that's what we do in our family now. Well, see, and and siblings giving gifts to each other is new for me because I didn't grow up with siblings. I inherited this massive family. So, like, having to buy for my sister or my brother never occurred to me that I would have to enable my children to buy for their sisters or brother. But one thing I did remember to do last year, and I'm going to do it again this year. I don't know how long this will continue, but I hand each of my kids 20 bucks and turn them loose in the Dollar Tree. That's fine. Whatever they come back with. And I tell them, you're buying gifts for for dad. You're you're buying for dad. And then Jack will take the kids back to the Dollar Tree and you're buying for mom. Mm -hmm. Whatever they come up with, no questions are asked. Absolutely no. They got him dog treats one year. <laughs> no questions are asked. Like you can ask, well, why'd you get daddy this? And the the specific answer I got when I asked the girl child who is the purchaser of the dog treats, why'd you get daddy this? Because he likes bacon. They were bacon flavored dog treats. Valid. I did I not love- interfere at all. <laughs> I love that so much. The only one I love letting kids loose to buy presents for mom and dad, but I do help my kids pick out presents for each other because yeah. I got a vase once when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one because as a mom, I already have my hands full. 
Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, It really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories, so you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. So speaking speaking of gifts, I, I will be taking my children Dollar Tree shopping within the next few weeks here. But speaking of gifts, how do you decide how many gifts to put under the tree per kid? Do you have like, is there... Is I there want a, you to consider who you're asking. Um, there's no system or thought to any method? of this. Uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no method. There's panic. Uh, there's so, <laughs> so our, this is actually, this is the, the history here in, in our family. We have, we were very, very, very poor for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really in the last couple of years that we were able to actually buy gifts and not just lean on like toys for tots and other programs yeah. like that. And now we get to give back, which is really cool. But so living where we do in Kentucky, my family is in New York and my stepmom mm-hmm. is a Christmas bitch. Okay. She has a spreadsheet. <laughs> she has oh a very gosh. specific amount that she spends per family member. And like, yeah. if you are the family member and you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, that person gets a different budget, but they still get a budget. But if you marry uh-huh. them, then their budget goes up to regular family member yeah. like she's she has got this down okay but they live in new york I'm envious man right no she's inc- like i don't know how she does it but so what she has always done historically since we've lived in kentucky is that she mm-hmm. will just send all of the gifts here like from where she orders them mm-hmm. and she also sends me wrapping paper and tape so that's <laughs> my job and so that really filled our tree for 
very mm-hmm. many years. Um, and yeah. now it's cool because like we also get to put things that we wanted to get the kids under the tree. Uh, mm-hmm. But I am not I don't go overboard. I, I think the idea of having that like massive tree with all the stuff sounds like really fun. Like, oh, my goodness, that's so cool to look at. Yeah. How much of that are they really going to use? So for yes. me, it's really quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely there's a handful of things per kid, you know, probably in the realm of five to seven, depending on size, what it is, which feels right. like a lot. But like it's Christmas. We don't we don't do a lot of that outside of gift giving occasions because yeah. I don't love clutter. And if you mm-hmm. if you overdo it, they're never going to touch this stuff because it's like it's like when you're trying to find something on Netflix to watch. And yeah. uh, there's there's too many choices. 30 minutes of scrolling later, yeah. you're like, and it's never like mind. That, but toys, I think yeah. it's it's that decision fatigue. Which thing do I play with? So I I don't have a specific number, but I just go for quality. Like if I yeah. think they're really going to like it. Again, like I said earlier, I'm not going to buy it just to put it under the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What about you? I feel like you probably have a system better than mine. I don't. I don't actually. That's shocking. I mean, you already got your sh- shopping done. I do. I've I've had previous systems, but this is the first year that I didn't have to use any of my previous systems. And this is the first year that it mattered. Previously, we used the four gift rhyme because it was cheap and we were outnumbered by our own progeny and we did not make very much money. Right. And the four the four gift rhyme, if you've never heard them, you've probably heard them floating around on the internet. There's two of them that I have drawn from before. One is Something to wear, something to read, something you want, something you need. The variation of that is something you want, something you wear, something you read, and something to share. So that's the four gifts that you get. Okay. Um, And then in addition to that would be a Santa gift if Santa visits your house, if Santa is a a part of your experience. Mm -hmm. That's what I used for a long time. Last year, all I was aiming for was equal numbers because I had four-year-olds, so they could count. So really, I just needed the same number of packages up to and including in order to balance it. My girl child got a fancy coloring book and a pack of crayons that -hmm. were wrapped individually. (laughs) No, I do. I do try to have similar numbers because of our Christmas morning tradition, Mm -hmm. because like growing up, we also grew up poor. And so for that magic of Christmas morning to take longer. Yeah. We would sit and my dad would hand out gifts and it was one at a time. Yeah. And everyone would watch you open and then we would move on to the next. And it just, it was, I, it made the anticipation so much more exciting Mm -hmm. as a kid. And I, so like we've brought that into our Christmas mornings now, one at a time. So if you don't have a similar number that, mm, someone's going to notice, why am I out of presents? (laughs) Well, and, and we do something... It's it's different, but it's very similar in that growing up, I was a one at a time. My mom would open one. My dad would open one. I would open one. And we just kind of continue to circle through. And then, of course, I didn't notice that my mom would let me open like two or three at a time because my mom and dad just I do didn't that have with the kids. I never have tree. as much. I don't need as yeah. much. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, Jack's family is huge. So yeah. the way they did it was... They'd pass out all the gifts, and then there would just be this cacophony of unwrapping and, That's and shredding how Jean's of family paper. Is. It's just it's chaos. Just everything all at once. <laughs> I can't watch all three of my kids open their gifts because they're all doing it at the same time. Yeah. So we middle grounded it, and it, for our Christmas morning, we pass out one per. So every person has one gift of their pile. We all mm-hmm. open those gifts at the same time. Then we compare, like, "Oh, you got this. Oh, I got this." 
Well, and I think because if you if you slow down, like I totally if you do the the massive opening, I think that's cool. I love that for you. I I just like the slowing it down because I've done the crazy opening with Jim's family. I don't even know what I got until all of them are open because it's so you're going so fast. It feels yeah. like there's this it's like a race and you're like, "What? Okay, right. now that everything is open, what did I get?" Yeah. <laughs> Well, and see, this year was the first year that I had to, I had to pull Jack in because I had, I had sort of piled up all the gifts and one child's pile looked really lopsided because one child has very small things. Mm -hmm. She's got a good number of them. She's going to love them uh, because remember kids don't assign value according to lines of monetary value. No, they don't care how much it costs. They are going to assign emotional value to it, mm-hmm. which is why you could have a 75 life-size Elsa doll that they're like, cool, but the 75 cent Happy Meal toy, that's their emotional support yeah. toy. Like, my guy. Yeah. And I think yeah. as parents, we, we feel like this expectation to have this extravagance. Yeah. But I literally, I think the best gift that has ever happened in our house it was my eldest was four mm-hmm. and she was obviously in a frozen face, you know, yeah, as, as, as all four year old girls, I think. Exactly. Are. Yeah. And she had what she called little tiny Elsa and little tiny Elsa came from, you know, those like toy books that you can get at the bookstore and they kind of, mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of a board book in the front, but in the back, there's like a play mat and it has like the teeny tiny figurines. Yeah. And so she had this emotional support, little tiny Elsa, and she brought little tiny Elsa everywhere. That was her best friend. And then it was little and tiny and she was four and it was lost. It got lost. And so the (laughs) only thing she asked for, and I mean, she'd had this thing for like, like eight months. I mean, Elsa's face was gone. It was rubbed off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so when Christmas was coming, she's, well, what do you want for Christmas? Little tiny Elsa. Oh, little tiny Elsa. And I know, I know. And so what had happened, it was like the coolest thing. Okay. Because we had Christmas morning and she got some cool stuff and there was no little tiny Elsa. And so she loved everything and she said, thank you. And then we looked up on the tree and our, and our elf was holding a little tiny present. And we said, pumpkin, what is, is that our elf? What does he have? And does he have and she grabbed it and she got a new little tiny Elsa Aww. <laughs> so it was like you know it's again it's it's the thought right because mm-hmm. she got some cool stuff but not only did she get her new little tiny Elsa but it was the drama yeah it made the moment it was magic and that's what I love about Christmas is we get to make the magic yes Well, and that's, that's something that I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is correct. Do I need to like take away some of the other things, just save them for another gift giving occasion? Like, I don't know if, if they're going to notice because the issue is they've got relatively the same number of gifts, but the girl child's just take up less space. One of the boy child's gifts is rather bulky. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at the pile, it looks like he's got a way bigger pile just because one of his gifts is significantly larger than a lot of the gifts that the girl child was getting. Do you mix your presents up under the tree or are they like all in individual piles per person? They're mixed up, but we use individual paper. So everyone gets a okay. paper for the year. Gotcha. 
And then it's not, it's never the same paper, but everyone gets paper. So you can, I don't have to write on anything. Santa doesn't have to mm-hmm. write on anything. It's, it's all just your paper is this this year. And we, I put a little slip of it. Um, Santa puts oh, a little I've slip of that. it and yeah. So they yeah. know which paper That's is theirs, cute. but then also they can just look on like this year, there's a dinosaur paper and a unicorn paper. The boy child is right, the dinosaur they're paper. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to immediately know whose know. gifts are whose. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Jack had to point out because he grew up with siblings and he told me the story of one year he was on a train kick. It was all things trains. Choo-choos were the best. All he wanted for Christmas was trains, 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 choo-choos, and trains. That was his whole Christmas list. So Christmas came and he opened his his big present, his his finale to Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. And it was a runaway train set. It was one Ooh. that he had been eyeballing in the Toys R Us catalog. He was so excited. And his big brother, who's five years older than him, that was the year that his big brother got a BMX bike. Now, if you did not grow up in the 80s and 90s, you do not understand the emotional weight and social status of having a BMX bike with pegs. I drove a BMX bike into a tree once. I wasn't good at that. (laughs) I tried it. This this was at the at the very earliest part of the X Games. Those were mm-hmm. getting really popular. Everyone wanted to do tricks and stunts with their bikes and go up the half pipe. The BMX bike was the thing to have at this point of history. And his older brother got one. And I was like, oh, were you kind of sad that your brother got a BMX bike? He goes, fuck no, I got a runaway train. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I think that honestly, <laughs> honestly might be a thing because you didn't have siblings. That yeah. because for you looking at these and you're like, this is mismatched. Yeah. But also think about how children process things. I know. On Christmas morning. They're not looking at the other ones. They're not looking at anybody else's gifts. They're They're not processing that at all. That is that is a blind spot. They're just seeing all their wrapping paper, you know. So I think that sometimes we do get into that with siblings, where it's well, Mm -hmm. but she got, but he got, but not on Christmas. The rules are different Different on on Christmas. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Well, and this is, again, this is the first year that I've really had to consider it because I went from one child for 11 years to three children. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is really the earliest stages of they're going to start to remember these Christmases. Oh, yeah. And that's like what's so special is the things that like we remember from our own Christmases, which we've talked about. I think on our Thanksgiving episode, because <laughs> Thanksgiving is just Christmas late, I guess. But, <laughs> you know, well, it's, in the U.S., Canada's got it a little better. They put theirs before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Ours that's true. is in between it's Halloween just, and Christmas. It's a it's dumb like the time buffer. for Thanksgiving. I actually I like it then because it keeps the holiday like spirit going through that I, maybe time. i don't like but, it then because my family just always makes the same food i'm like i mean it's Thanksgiving. yeah it's thanksgiving it's oh We've christmas food this. i don't even know we don't have a tradition for christmas dinner but i want to go back to your rhyme which i've like been trying to do but my you know it's us having a conversation yeah. uh the <laughs> something this, to wear something, something to, to wear something you want something you need so there's something to wear and there's something you need how does mm-hmm. that actually look in practice when you've done that are we are we just gifting actually like underpants and a toothbrush? I'm not hating well, on you if that's what you did. I'm just like looking for context. No. So the need, that one typically tended to be a little more nebulous in its interpretation as we practiced it. The person who told me that one absolutely got under things and socks and toothbrushes and toothpaste because a lot of times when when you grow up as poor as I did and this other person who gave me this, sometimes Christmas money is the only time you're getting a new bath sponge. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be the one you use for the year until next Christmas, (laughs) which may or may not be sanitary, but when you're broke, you're broke, man. Oh, no, for sure. Like I've been in this situation too. I just haven't actually used this rhyme in the gift giving. But as far as something you need, um, I had to find things you need as... One year, my daughter got a drawing desk. My oldest daughter got a drawing desk because she was really into drawing. She was also sort of getting into the point where homework and schoolwork might start wandering home and she was going to need a space for that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she got a drawing desk and it was the kind that you could tip up into a draft style or you could lay it flat into a desk style. Mm -hmm. And she was very excited. So that met a need Okay. But it wasn't necessarily you're just getting socks and undies. Though, honestly, if someone got me socks for Christmas, I'd be excited. You've seen my sock collection. Yeah, socks can be great. (laughs) Santa will sometimes give us necessities, which is always something that that sort of trips up that gratitude thing. Mm -hmm. But Santa goes the extra mile and gets what I call the bougie necessities, meaning <laughs> it's socks, but they're the really, really nice socks right. that mom will not spend money on the rest of the year. Santa can buy you the nice cashmere socks. Yeah. Jack yeah. actually looks forward to Santa visiting because he does get nice cashmere socks or wool socks <laughs> or whatever. That's um, Jim gets a Axe deodorant body wash set from his aunt every single every- year. <laughs> and he he loves it. Yeah, he he looks forward to it. He's like, I'm running out of deodorant. Oh, it's almost Christmas. 
like he's excited for it. <laughs> so, yeah. So the something to need. And if you do the other version, the something you want, something you wear, something you read, something to share. Mm -hmm. That's another. The sharing one is it's open to interpretation. It just really sets an expectation for your kids. I'm going to get four gifts under the tree. Mm -hmm. Plus a Santa gift if Santa is a part of your Christmas experience. So there's a, a solid expectation both for the kids and it's really budget leveling. And that's for me, I think the way that I've leveled the budget, um, you know, now that I've been able to buy things yeah. even is <laughs> I <laughs> and the, right. This is the thing that I kind of learned from my childhood and the way that I didn't want to do it because my mom was and still is very much a quantity over quality mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago she mailed me a big thing of like the yankee candle like not the tea light size but that mid-size that you have to put in a holder yeah and it's like this big thing but there was only like six of them in the thing so i guess she gifted the rest of the ones to other people but she sent me like the big and <laughs> i don't have like a candle holder but it was right. like like i'm still gonna be gracious for it like thanks for the candles but you hate candles. I hate candles. I hate candles. <laughs> <laughs> Jim likes them though. I gave them to him. So, uh, <laughs> regifting. Regifting is good, right? For sure. But when I was a kid, my mom desperately wanted to have that extravagance, and so mm -hmm. a lot of times it was missing the mark. So it was a lot of practice and gratitude. But <laughs> there was the few things that I really wanted, and I would have been happy with just those things. And I yeah. always remember that when I'm getting the gifts for my kids mm -hmm. because it's not about how much it costs. It's not about how many yeah. things there are. It's about like, who is my kid and what might they like? Like they my like, yeah. eldest, I call her a cozy kid. Mm -hmm. She, she is going to be cozy. Okay. <laughs> and so for Christmas last year, she got a tortilla blanket obsessed. Yeah. She sleeps with it every night. I got mm -hmm. her this massive hoodie blanket that yeah. was like wool line not wool lines that's not soft fleece. sherpa lined sherpa thank you and it was like this massive oversized hoodie mm -hmm. blanket that she loved i got her this huge pillow like she's a cozy yeah. kid none of these were high ticket items she was so happy yeah and she's continued to use those items so it's like for for me the number doesn't matter so much it's mm -hmm. just trying to bring them joy in the way that they are meeting them where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. I have for outside my house, for outside what I call the roof people, the people who live under my roof. <laughs> when you get to 13, I'm no longer buying you an individual gift. I'm going to buy you a gift card. When you get to 18, I'm probably not buying you gifts at all anymore. Uh, and and keep in mind, this is because there are 7,000 cousins. <laughs> Y'all, I cannot afford this. The, the The lower echelons keep breeding. The upper echelons are sending their kids off to college. We only got yeah. so much. Right. So... right. And there's an understanding because it's not that's not in a mean way. There's right. family understandings. We've had that like right. in my childhood to all the parents because we were all poor. Mm -hmm. All the parents said we're not gift giving between uh, grownups. We're only yeah. going to buy for each other's kids because yeah. you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. There's right. there's a ton of kids right now. And again, these things will all shift because we only have a couple 18-year-olds. So this year, yeah, we're still, we're still going to get some gift cards for the couple 18-year-olds. But that number is going to continue to rise. Yeah. <laughs> so I, the older they get, 
the more expensive they are. And the smaller the item. Yes. It's like yes. the tree went from having these massive boxes of the baby toys that cost yes. like $10 for this massive box. And it was so <laughs> like the tree is like filled and you're like, look at this glory. And then they get to like tween age and you spent four times as much money and it fits in the palm of your hand. Yes. And you're like, my Christmas tree looks sad. Right. I'm just going to put it in a big box so it right looks nice. Box, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, the year I got Abby an iPhone, I was like, this looks pathetic because this is before the littles were born this looks pathetic i put it in a giant yeah. box you put it in a box in a box in a box in a box yes. and you wrap them all just so cover we it stuck it under the tree Have it looked fun, like kid. a damn thing <laughs> oh we absolutely nefariously wrap okay so i have a question okay we have to tread carefully yeah santa claus i love santa claus i do too santa's the best but the, I asked that at exactly the wrong time because that was our timer. Shit. Well, I think that sounds like we actually have to have a part two now. We are going to have to have a part two. Because we can't talk about Christmas about Santa Claus. Okay. We got, we got too into the underpants Christmas <laughs> gifting and we forgot about <laughs> Santa Claus. What are we doing? <laughs> okay, so go on. Go on to part two. Be sure to, to continue sending us your episode ideas, questions, and let us know if you're ready for Christmas or if you are gifting underwear this year. Uh, email us, childproof at betches.com. Be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram. I'm at Mama Cusses. They are at Tori Phantom. Definitely follow Betches Moms as well. And so you don't miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to Childproof on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple and Spotify. We love hearing from you. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacow and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sassone. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at at Moms on Instagram. And send us your email at childproof at Betches.com. 